Buenos dias, Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 1st of July, 2021. Every week, we'll share the things happening in Argentina to keep you updated on the most important stuff. In a year and in a country where we're used to the unexpected, economists were positively surprised by Argentina's GDP growth in the first quarter of 2021. A notable 2.6% increase since the previous quarter marks the fastest growth rate since 2018. Naturally, this increase is a result of this year's higher agricultural prices, which boosted exports while consumer spending is still recovering from last year's crash. According to the Central Bank's monthly survey, Argentina's economy will grow this year for the first time since 2017 as business activity picks up after the pandemic's downturn. Business leaders complain, though, that in order for that to happen, the government will have to ease its price controls, overvalued exchange rate, and export curbs designed to keep a lid on inflation. Also on the positive side, unemployment dropped slightly in the same period, reaching 10.2%. This issue is much higher among women, with the pandemic and lockdown having especially heavy impact on domestic service. But certainly not everything is the color de rosa, as Argentinians say. It's not all about roses. On Friday the 25th, Argentina's stocks were cut from the emerging market status by the world's largest index provider, MSCI Incorporated, due to the country's continued capital controls. The downgrade to standalone status led to the collapse of Argentina's company's shares on Wall Street. Also on Friday the 25th, the Buenos Aires City Hall released a new study on poverty, which revealed that almost half the city's population is living in a state of vulnerability or fragility. There are different factors impacting the situation, but inflation is the big problem. Annual inflation accelerated to 49% in May, while wage growth hasn't kept up. This can drive even some families with stable jobs into situations of fragility or even poverty. All these factors will weigh into the upcoming midterm elections. As you may recall, Argentina will go to the polls this September and November. Speaking of which, former president and member of the opposition, Mauricio Macri, reiterated his opinion that former Buenos Aires province governor Maria Eugenia Vidal should run for Congress this year in that district. He also said that current Buenos Aires city mayor, Rodriguez Larreta, is very well positioned to run for president in 2023. But before thinking about 2023, Rodriguez Larreta must go out and play in 2021. On Thursday the 24th, the Buenos Aires city mayor announced a loosening of some COVID-19 restrictions. This includes more outdoor activities, restaurants having permission to serve their customers inside of a 30% capacity, and the upcoming restart of full-time in-person secondary school classes on the 5th of July. Meetings in private homes remain prohibited, as do the circulation between midnight and 6 a.m. We also have news on the international travel front. On Monday the 28th, the government announced a new limit on the number of citizens and resident foreigners who can enter the country each day, lowering it to 600 individuals. The daily quota, which previously stood at 2,000 passengers, will be reduced until Friday the 9th of July, which led to the cancellation of many upcoming flights. This decision comes in response to the government's fear of the Delta variant, as well as a study that showed that almost 40% of travelers were not complying with quarantine rules upon arrival. However, this decision runs the risk of stranding thousands of Argentina citizens abroad. To that point, the government stated that it won't help the stranded people, considering they should deal with the consequences of having traveled while it was discouraged. 
This tone of punishment was fiercely criticized by the opposition and the general population. On the topic of COVID, President Fernandez led a tribute to COVID-19 victims at the Kirchner Cultural Center on Sunday, the 27th of June, as Argentina nears a death toll of 100,000 representatives from all provinces, key public services in Argentina's indigenous and Afro-Argentine communities got together to honor the lives of those lost to the pandemic. Unfortunately, these losses are not the only ones to mourn over. Several Argentines are among the missing after the collapse of an apartment building in Miami earlier this week near the so-called Little Buenos Aires area. Miami has always been a popular destination among Argentines, but the interest has grown for those seeking COVID-19 vaccinations as anyone who travels to the U.S. can get the jab for free. Since we're on the topic of vaccinations, Russia has confirmed that a new consignment of second doses of the Sputnik V vaccine will arrive in Argentina very soon. Government will welcome these shots with a sense of relief, especially after recent controversies over the lack of second doses to complete vaccination schedules for millions of people, many of whom took to social media to make their demands heard. The Russian government addressed the issue directly, explaining that it would meet all of its commitments, but that the current priority is vaccinating its own population. On that note, we have good news coming from La Pampa. Last week, the province reached 95% of vaccinated teachers, which enabled the local Ministry of Education to resume in-person classes across the entire territory. Meanwhile, the Jujuy province has started to vaccinate everyone over the age of 18 with no need to schedule an appointment in advance. It's the first province to reach this milestone. Apart from vaccines, another thing that has been keeping President Fernandez busy is the lawsuit he filed against the leader of the opposition, Patricia Bullrich. The 100 million peso lawsuit, about 600,000 U.S. dollars, came as a response to Bullrich's statement that the government had asked for returns, meaning bribes, to arrange the purchase of Pfizer vaccines. The accusations were denied by Pfizer during their presentation in Congress, but the president decided to take Bullrich to court nonetheless. If he wins, the money will be donated to the Malbaran Institute, the Specialist State Epidemiology Center. Speaking of Congress, on Thursday, the 24th of June, the Senate almost unanimously passed a law that mandates that 1% of all public sector jobs should be reserved for transgender individuals. The bill was initiated by Deputy Gabriela Estevez, was approved by all voting senators except one. People all across the country celebrated the new law as a triumph of human rights. National government also decided to extend the ban on layoffs until the end of 2021. The ban was a measure taken at the start of the pandemic to mitigate the impact on employment. Decision that the government seems incapable of making, though, is its position towards the political situation in Nicaragua. Although Argentina withdrew its ambassador in Managua for consultations, just like Mexico did, the government still repeated its abstention in the United Nations. Something similar is happening with Venezuela. On Friday the 25th, Amnesty International sent a letter to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs demanding a clear position on the violation of human rights in Venezuela, but there's been no answer so far. But the Argentine ambassador in Managua isn't the only one who has become a talking point. Britain's ambassador to Argentina, Mark Kent, is about to bid the country farewell and head back home after five successful years in his position. Kent broke new ground in digital diplomacy and became wildly popular due to his frequent appearances on social media and overall friendliness online and in person. Last but not least, watch out for the weather and wear warm clothes this week, folks. The National Meteorological Service anticipates cold snaps for almost the entire national territory with the exception of San Juan, La Rioja, Camarca, Salta, and Jujuy. 
This is commonly known as a violet alert, which indicates that inconveniences or difficulties in normal social life may be experienced. So be sure to drink plenty of mate, tea, coffee, or your hot beverage of choice. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We want to know about what you love about living in Argentina, what drives you crazy about it, and other Argentina-related stuff you'd like us to know or want us to know more about or even want us to announce. You can write a review in your preferred podcast platform or send an email to us at podcasts at Rorschach.com. Nos vemos. Nos vemos.